0: I was just in the middle of writing and saying positive affirmations when I, like, I guess, channeled this message. And I just want to talk about toxic positivity for a moment. It's not, this bit of recording is not going to be that long, hopefully, because I need to get back to what I'm doing. But when it comes to toxic positivity, a lot of people don't even realize that they are projecting that onto other people. Now, for a long time, well in recent years, I've always been a control freak, okay? I've always been a people pleaser. I'm no longer that, or at least I'm working on it. And a lot of the time when I would be feeling down and people would ask me if I was okay, I would just lie and say yes because I don't wanna make them uncomfortable. Because anytime that I would be honest and say I wasn't okay, they'd roll their eyes, they'll get annoyed, or they would kind of invalidate my feelings. Or they'll make it seem like their problems were more important or more serious than mine. And so basically invalidating my feelings. Or, you know, they would just listen to what I was saying not really listening, but just pretend. That's what I felt like they were doing. And once I would stop talking, their first thing to say would be, well, you just got to stay positive. You're strong. You can just continue to be strong. This and that. Yeah, I know. We, we all know this, you know, and it is healthy to a certain extent to see the positive, to see the light in every dark situation. I get that. That is a good thing to do, but only to a certain extent. You should never allow it to get to the point where, at least for me, I never wanted to get to the point where I start to suppress my negative emotions and focus all of my energy towards trying to be positive because that does more harm than good for me. By me push, like just avoiding, just ignoring my negative emotions and saying, well, I gotta stay positive. I gotta stay positive. That's basically me suppressing those negative emotions. I'm gonna have to deal with it eventually, whether they come out on their own or whether I do, you know, later on down the line, but why not deal with it now? And like I said before, I've always been the type of person to just put aside how I feel to please other people. If other people were feeling down, I would always listen to them. I would always validate their feelings, but that energy was never reciprocated. And so I realized once I started loving myself that I need to treat myself just like how I treat other people. I need to show myself that same love. And now I tell myself Ayana, it is okay not to be okay all of the time. It is okay not to be okay all the time. It's okay to have bad days and show it. You don't always have to lie when someone asks you if you're okay. If you're okay, you tell them, yeah, I'm, I'm good today. I'm doing great. I'm having a great day. And if you're not, tell them. Now, it doesn't mean go ahead and Unload all of your emotional baggage onto that person because without their consent But be honest with yourself be honest with them and Allow yourself to feel everything that you feel in that moment Because I've noticed a thing when it comes to spiritual people some spiritual people especially now it really fucking annoys me when I see people on TikTok or YouTube or whatever, and they're spiritual, and they consider all negative emotions to be toxic, all negative emotions to be low vibrational, and it's like, dude, don't y'all realize that we are, like you guys be saying, we are multi-dimensional spiritual beings having a temporary human experience. Therefore, we are meant to to experience everything that comes of being a human right now. This means we are meant to experience both positive and negative emotions. In order for us to grow, in order for us to evolve and ascend into our greatest, highest self, that is what we have to do. The goal. Is finding a healthy balance with all types of emotions okay that's the goal because a lot of the time most of us tend to be very in balance, in balance when it comes to our emotions some people have experienced more positive emotions than negative ones. Some experience a lot more negative ones than positive ones. Both is very unhealthy if you think about it. Because just because you're, if you're experiencing positive emotions all the time, like you're happy and doing this all the time, that is great. But there comes a point where it's like, okay, you should be feeling some stuff sometimes. You should be experiencing some hardships sometimes because To be honest, this is what I think. I believe that negative emotions, those harsh experiences, are just as important as positive. Actually, they are more important than those positive moments and emotions. Why? Because those are the times When the universe, God, whatever you believe in, your higher self, whatever you believe in, puts you at the test to see, hmm, have you grown? Do you love yourself? Just like how you're, like just me. Am I practicing what I'm preaching? So the universe will start to throw things at you to see if you have changed, to see if you have grown. And they know what you can handle your higher self god the universe knows what you can handle even if you feel like you can't handle it even with me i am stronger than i think i am you are stronger than you think you are therefore the universe will throw things at you and you may be having a great old time just loving life living amazing cuz i have these moments too and then they'll throw something at you like that. Ooh. And you're like, oh, again, here we go again. And then you feel like shit, you feel low, you get depressed, you did this and that, you know. But at the time, at the time, you may feel that way. And you'd be like, oh, but you may have that victim mentality. Sometimes I do that. Oh, why did this happen to me? This always happens to me. This is that or I'm so this and that. And then when I try to tell people the the first thing they say is stay positive, it's like, shut the fuck up. You don't think I know that already. If if it was that easy, I would have done it. But now I allow myself because I love myself. And because I'm, I no longer want to be a perfectionist, I no longer want to be a control freak, I no longer want to be a people pleaser, I no longer want to be hard on myself. Because every time I was those things, I was always hard on myself. I was lacking self-love. So now when I experience negative emotions, now when I get angry, when I get stressed, when I get frustrated, when I get sad, when I get depressed, when I feel lazy, I allow myself to feel that way. Feel it. You know I'm an Aquarius moon so I already approach my emotions from a logical perspective and like people who are into astrology understand what I mean your moon sign is very important go do your own research on your moon sign and you'll see how accurate it is I resonate heavily with my moon sign and I notice a pattern when it comes to people who have air moon signs and people who have water moon signs, fire moon signs, earth moon signs. And I admire people who have water moon signs because sometimes I don't understand them. Because like I said, I approach my emotions from a logical point of view. Whereas someone with a water moon sign approaches them. Like I've noticed that a lot of people with water moon signs, they don't really think it out. Whenever they're experiencing that moment, they don't think it out you know, they just feel, and they feel it, they feel those emotions intensely, intensely, like I'm talking about, woof, and it, I had conversations with people like that, and they'll say, I don't know what I'm feeling, I'm just feeling it, you know, and sometimes they can be very impulsive with their emotions, if that makes sense, and like do impulsive things because they're just feeling their emotions intensely, whether it's a positive one or a negative one. And I'm not like that. And I have mostly air in my birth chart. So I admire people who do have a lot of water or fire in their chart. And I'm starting to learn stuff from those people. And because all the time I approach my emotions from a logical point of view, sometimes it's like I'll think, I'll, you know, replay the situation in my mind and be like, okay, so I shouldn't be feeling this way because it wasn't that big of a deal or this and that. And by doing that, sometimes I'm invalidating my feelings. And so now I try to allow myself to feel whatever I'm feeling, even if it doesn't make sense, even if the situation is like, okay, like you're being dramatic. I would sometimes say that to myself. Now I don't do that. I'm like, yo, I look in the mirror or I'll say it out loud or I'll think it and be like, Ayana, it is okay not to be okay. Your feelings are valid. Feel whatever you feel right now. Feel those negative emotions. Feel it. Don't try to push them aside. Don't try to just stay positive because you're pushing them aside as soon as you try to stay positive. that's That comes across as being ingenuine with yourself. So now what I do is okay hmm. I'm going to feel these emotions for some time. I don't give a fuck if it makes my mother or other people uncomfortable I don't care what I'm going to do is feel it. If I'm angry I'm going to feel it. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to show it. I'm going to feel it. If I'm sad, I'm going to feel it and show it. If I feel lazy. I'm going to feel and show it. If I feel frustrated, I'm going to feel it and show it. If I feel betrayed, I'm going to feel it and show it. I'm going to say I'm going to feel it and show it. But eventually, I'm going to gain enough strength, enough courage to release it. That is the goal. You know, never allow your negative emotions to overpower you. Allow yourself to feel those emotions for some time. And then you release them. And when you release them... You make room for healing and when you heal you grow so that is the goal always channel your negative emotions into something positive such as your creative expression get it out somehow some way if you're angry and stuff feel that anger and write about it write about that anger if you like to write like me Write a story about someone who's angry or someone who does some horrible shit out of anger. Or write about the person who betrayed you. Write about or talk about it. Vent to yourself. Venting to yourself is actually very healthy. And you don't got to worry about if you sound like a bitch or this and that. Because you're listening to yourself and you're saying it, you know? Or if you like to draw, you like to paint. Paint it out, draw it out. Make something that reflects those emotions. And you will feel amazing. That's a healthy way of dealing with your negative emotions. Now, sometimes, especially in the beginning, when we first start experiencing this, whatever harsh experience happens at the beginning, it's always the hardest. It's the, your emotions are the most intense. So don't push yourself. If you're not, if you know your mind isn't ready yet, your soul's not ready yet. Sometimes it takes a couple of hours or days or maybe even weeks to start feeling, you know, good enough to even get to the point where you start to channel those negative emotions as something positive and release them. But for, for at the beginning stage, just allow yourself to feel that way. No longer try to just, you know, yes, it's healthy. It's good to see the positive in every negative situation but it's only good to a certain extent learn how to do things with balance you know like I said negative emotions are important they are necessary those are the ones that help you grow those are the ones that you learn from and your positive ones are the reward of that because let's be honest how would you know what true happiness is If you've never experienced true sadness. How would you know? There's a balance. It has to be a balance. That's the beauty of life. Life is so beautiful yet so ugly. It's simultaneously beautiful and ugly. But that's the duality of life. Light and dark. And me being a Libra ascendant, I'm always seeking balance in life. In every aspect of my life. And so I tell my friends this. Well, I don't have any friends anymore. But (laughs) because I cut all of them off. I'm like, no, no, no. Y'all ruining my energy. But I used to tell my friends this. I used to tell acquaintances this. I tell my mom this. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. Don't let anybody belittle your feelings, yo. They can shut the fuck up and fuck off simple. So yeah, I, even before, it was a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was having this conversation with my therapist and I told her this is how I feel. Cause yeah, it is good to try to stay positive, but there comes a point in time where that just becomes really ingenuine and it starts to do more harm than good. Because then you start to suppress those negative emotions. If you're like experiencing some shit, or even to you, so it might not seem that horrible to someone else, but if it feels something to you, allow yourself to feel those how you feel. Just because other people may not see it as a big deal, so who who gives a fuck? You, this is how you feel. This is your experience, so feel it. And then release it and heal, grow from it. You know, when it comes to all of my traumas, looking back on it, self-reflecting, I'm like, damn, i actually been through a lot. And I always used to, like, low-key make it seem like I didn't or, like, make it seem like other people had it worse. That's another thing I fucking hate. Let me see how long this recording is because I need to finish uh, writing stuff down. Okay, 17 minutes. Another thing. I used to hate Shit, I almost forgot what I was about to say. Hold on, it's going to come back to me. Okay, I remember. When people, when you tell someone how you feel or what you're going through, and the first thing they say, if they don't tell you to be positive, they say, well, other people have it worse than you. Are you fucking kidding me? Other people have it worse than me? Okay, and... I even told my mom that the other day, like when she said that, I was like, okay, and my feelings are still valid too, you know? I when people want to say, oh, other people have it worse than you. That's another form of invalidating someone's feelings. Who determines who has it worse? I mean, I get if someone is like homeless or this and that, or someone doesn't have a car or whatever, But still, don't invalidate someone else's feelings. Never say that, okay? That's so annoying. And then you make that person feel like, dang, I have no reason to be sad right now. I can't feel angry right now because other people are going through this and going through that. And it's like, no, sweetie, you can still feel sad. If someone was mean to you, you could still feel sad. If someone did this or that or or this and this happened, Still, you could still feel sad, honey. Don't make it like, don't listen to those people. Don't listen to them. I hate when people say that. It's so annoying. And you know what's weird? I'm probably going to send this to her, so she'll probably hear it if she listens to it all the way through. But, Uh, I recently got a new therapist. I think I got her in like August or September. I don't remember. It was like late summer when I got her. She's my third therapist. And she was like the first one to bring up me possibly having bipolar type type 2 disorder. And I was like, hmm. (laughs) For a long time, I didn't want to accept that. And I don't know, a part of me still doesn't want to. But then another part of me is like, maybe I I am. I mean, it makes sense. But then I started thinking, like, when it comes to mental illness, it's just weird how one day some people just decided to be, like, looking at other people and think, that's not normal. What they're doing is not normal. Oh, that is not normal. And they start, like, you know, categorizing. What is it? what's the word, categorizing certain behaviors in people as abnormal to the point where they label the mental illness or mental disorder. Like, I just find that very interesting. Like, how did that even come about? Like, one day somebody was just like, yeah, that's not normal. Okay, bipolar disorder. Or that's not normal. Okay, that's anxiety. Or that's not. Like, it's just a thought. It's actually very interesting to think about. Like, how did this even come to be, you know? Like, how did people start labeling certain things a disorder? Like, how would they know if it was normal or not? You know, just because people in the area, most people in the area, okay, they weren't experiencing it, but does that, does that mean it's not normal? Well, other people's, I don't know. Here I go overthinking again, but, it's just very interesting, and so for a long time, Like, I thought, okay, I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini Sun. Mercury, Venus, Mars. A lot of Gemini placements. And, you know, Gemini is the sign of the twins. We have many, many personalities. That's why a lot of people call us two faced. Some don't don't get me wrong, some Gemini's are two faced. But there's, I know there's a difference between May and June Gemini's. But either way, uh,. I feel like we're one of the most misunderstood signs, definitely. And that's why so many people hate us for some reason. And it's just like, yo, we just have a lot to us. There's a lot to us there, and there's different sides to us. And those signs are, I said signs, those sides are very like, it's so weird because they're so opposite, you know, like they're so different and you don't know what day, what, time of the day, whatever, what person you're going to get on what day. And I do notice that a lot of, um, celebrities that are Geminis are bipolar. Like look at Kanye West and, uh, Azalea Banks. And, uh, there's other people. I just don't remember the names right now, but I find that to be very interesting. Uh, sometimes I'm like, Okay, I'm not saying all. Some actually, like, genuinely, okay. If it gets to the point where it really starts to affect your life, then, well, then that should be seen as a disorder. But I always thought it was normal to have intense moments like that where, like, some days or weeks I would just be experiencing such a high and just love life and be so happy and this and that. And then other times I would just be so low. But it was never, like intense before my spiritual awakening like yes I still had anger issues or maybe see look here I go trying to make up excuses to justify shit I don't know I don't I don't fucking know but I'm saying I always thought that was normal like when I would feel angry or, or like there would be a situation other people will see oh it's not that serious you're being dramatic or being immature and to me I'd be like no this is fucking serious or some people would be like yeah that's serious but then it's like People, we all, all of us, we can only understand things from our level of consciousness, our level of perception, how we interpret things. And so that makes me think, like, who is to say that you responded in such a dramatic manner to such a small situation when that person felt differently? Who is to say, you know, what was an appropriate way to react? You know what I mean? And, um, I don't know. Me being an empath, I feel like I've noticed this a lot with empaths, especially if you're a Gemini or you have a lot of air placements or even water placements and fire placements, too, where we tend to feel things intensely. And although I said earlier that I approach things, usually, like my emotions usually from a logical perspective, uh... Like, I'll think about a situation and be like, okay, yes, I'm angry because of this and that, because I wish it would have went this and that. And it kind of goes back to me being a control freak and wanting everything to just be perfect and everything to go exactly how I planned it. Because anytime that something doesn't go, if I don't know the outcome to something, I'm going to be anxious. I'm not going to want to do it. I'm going to avoid it. But lately, I've been trying to like work on that and try to conquer that fear like, trying, I'm trying to conquer and release my delusional fears, because fear is an illusion. So, um, I noticed that's a lot, that has to do a lot with where my anxiety stems from, which is very interesting, especially when it comes to my social anxiety. I'm trying to see, trying to predict, like my father said in one, one day, he was like, why are you trying to play psychic? Why are you trying to, you know, predict what they're thinking about you. Chances are they're not thinking that much about you. They don't even really care. So it's not that big of a deal. And he's right. And so for me, I try to just put on this like perfect persona. It's a fucking facade. And I want everything around me to be perfect. I try to control everyone and everything around me. Like it was a point where I was like, looking back on, I used to be like an energy vampire. I used to be toxic as hell. But now I'm like, wow, I've grown so much. And I've, I noticed things that I didn't notice before and everything everything connects everything connects and it makes a lot of sense I'm very self-aware I know this and so uh, I kind of forgot why I brought this up see I'm always my mind is always racing oh yeah so it's like I thought it was normal To feel that way, like to have some good weeks, some bad weeks. I still think that's normal. And it's just weird how like people will see that as bipolar disorder. Because I'm like, if that's the case, everybody's bipolar, yo. Everyone that I knew was bipolar, for sure. But that's the case. Because you can't expect to be happy all the time. Some days are gonna be worse than others. Some days are, some weeks will be worse than others. Some weeks will be amazing, and that's when I feel amazing. When things go well, when things run smoothly, I am happy, I'm feeling great, I'm feeling nice, I'm loving life, but you know, the one thing will happen and then it'll set the tone for the entire week or day. And so I remember my old therapist, Miss Victoria, was talking about how like, just because one bad thing happens early in the morning doesn't mean that the rest of your day is going to go bad. You can't allow that one situation to give you power to the point where it just ruins your entire day. Because if you, by you having that mindset, you're literally, well, this is what I, I started realizing. She didn't say this, but this is what I remembered. Like, this is what I realized. Once I start having that mindset, like, okay, this one bad thing happened this morning, and I'm gonna start thinking that constantly, I am literally manifesting that into my existence. So I'm manifesting that more bad things will happen throughout the day to just keep my, my vibration low and my mood low. I'm manifesting that. Your thoughts, what you say and think, powerful. So use that to your advantage. We are constantly manifesting, whether we realize it or not, throughout the day, all the time. If you're listening to some music and it has negative affirmations in it and you're constantly singing along, you're constantly listening, you're absorbing all of that. You're manifesting that into your reality. Um, Same as you thinking, whether it's subconsciously or not, like things that you say, you'd be telling, calling yourself a dumbass, but you're just joking. The universe doesn't know that. The universe doesn't take sarcasm lightly they'll think that you're being legit, and that's what you'll start to manifest, that's how people will start to perceive you, that's how you start to perceive yourself more and more, if you're constantly calling yourself ugly, or fat, or stupid, whatever, that's why it's important to always speak positive things out to the universe, you know, and uh, I kind of, shit, I feel like I'm just browsing through topics, this is supposed to be about toxic positivity, and I'm just like, I don't even know bear with me if you're still here whoever I decide to send this to which I probably won't send it to anybody but whatever so uh yeah I'm gonna get off of this recording because I really want to go back to meditating but I just got that message and I was like "Ooh, I feel really wise today um like I said don't be so hard on yourself allow yourself to feel and when it comes to having bipolar disorder I still I feel like everybody has that to be honest. Like I don't I still can't understand. Especially when you start to spiritually awaken, I notice that this is like a symptom that a lot of people experience. It's because we're spiritually awakening. The old us is dying, and the new us is being born. And a lot of the time, most people at some point in time will experience the dark night of the soul. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. And that's when a lot of people. You start to feel emotions intensely, especially, especially if you're an empath, or you will become an empath through spiritually awakening. And I feel like that's normal. But of course, the society, a lot of things that seem normal that are normal don't seem that normal. And things that do seem normal aren't normal. Like fucking cancer, that's not normal. When people be like, Oh, they died of natural causes. The only natural cause is old age. If there's any other health problems that's not natural why do we look at cancer as something that's natural cancer is not natural why are we so programmed to think that why that's not natural cancer comes from all these things that we're consuming all these poisonous things whether it's the poison in your laundry detergent or the food that you eat or the red dye in your candy or whatever that's or you know smoke how come cigarettes you can buy at a store but you but marijuana, a fucking herb, is still not legal in all states. People used to get arrested for that. What? Do you see this matrix is fucking stupid. Bruh. Oh my god. Anyways, let me go. Bye. Love you.